When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's a new player in town, Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. And it's great to have your company on a beautiful Saturday in the Gong. It's amazing when you speak to someone for half an hour and there's one thing you want to touch on <laughs> and you forget to touch on the main element, eyeball racing. If you want to get to know a bit more about Joe and Tim and the team down there, next Saturday, the 13th, between 10 and 12. Just head to Kingston Town Drive at Kembla Grange and they've got a free event, an open day. Meet the horses, meet the team, just get a feel for the area. Uh, I, I think it's absolutely liberating, refreshing, enjoyable. When you when you meet the the, the animals behind the men, uh, I, I find that's such a wonderful experience, Matty. Yeah, look, I mean, and for people that haven't been to a stable before, it's just a, such a great eye-opener into what they actually do and how technical uh, horse training actually is. From that point of view, I think, you know, if families are around, if you've got a bit of time, head on down to I Will Race, check it all out, meet the team like that, like Matty said, and, like, just get to know and see what horse racing is about. And uh, I know my kids absolutely love going to the stables, um, especially down at Kenwood Grange. It's such a good environment. And uh, races are on after it. If you do want to stay, yeah. check it out. The Kenwood Grange race day experience itself is a ph- phenomenal day out and good for kids as well. So a good, good family environment. If you want to go with your punters club, check out Eyeball Racing first, then head on into a full day. Do that as well. The open day at the Eyeball Racing team, Saturday the 13th, Kembla Grange, 10 to 12, Kingston Town Drive, next Saturday. Now, our panel operator, Dave Anderson, he's going to let me know when we've got Jordan Warren standing by to chime in with all things football. In fact, he's here now. Jordan Warren. Jordan, great to have you uh, join us again. I want to start by making the Mercury. We've got a, uh, a busy typewriter banging away in the background. What do you consider to be the biggest football story of the week? Good morning, Jordan. Yeah, morning, boys. Thanks for having me once again. Uh, well, there's a lot of things happening with the Mercury this week, but one thing that was close to my heart was within the football world, obviously, and uh, a story that I did yesterday about the Wolves and the Stingrays working together for the benefit of football in the region. Now, obviously, there's a lot of uh, important stuff happening in the men's and the women's game. Uh, this year, obviously, with the women, you've got the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup just around our corner that we're hosting Australia and New Zealand. And then, of course, for the men's game, we've got an in- impending national second division uh, potentially happening in a couple of seasons. And the Wolves, the, our local side, they're at the forefront of those discussions. So the Wolves and the Stingrays have decided that they actually decided it at the start of the season, but I, but I wrote the article this week. They've decided that it's important for both clubs to, to work together and share ideas and, and should it, sort of share how they're going to um, benefit each other uh, to, to be able to benefit football in the region with both of those events, both of the National Second Division and the, and the FIFA Women's World Cup coming up just around the corner. 
Yeah, I read that story, Jordan. I thought it was a wonderful move by both clubs because uh, football in the past in this area has tended to splinter rather than come together. And, and that was a, a really good move by both for the overall betterment of football in this area. Matty Campbell went to the Wolves last night and watched a, a scoreless draw. But, Matty, you were saying it was still a, a quality game. You thoroughly enjoyed yourself. Yeah, totally. I actually thought the Wolves were all over them. I thought they played an excellent game. They're a really young team and um, they're very, very unlucky. A lot of different Reflections that went hit a lot of the woodwork got hit, skim past the, the goals as it was. So um, it's, it was such a good environment. And like when it was a nil all draw, and I sit there, the frustration that sits <laughs> as a fan watching the game, the build of frustration continually there to then have a nil all. It, it was it was so exciting, and I was there like you talked about. I had Xavier Cooks's dad Eric there with me. Had Josh Giddy. Uh, in both NBA superstars, his dad there, Warwick Giddy, was there. Um, and, and we both talked about it at the end of the game, about how soccer and football that way seems to just keep building the frustration. Because every other sport, there seems to be like, there'll be a try where you release the pressure yep. as a fan. You go back to just being a normal person and then you build again until the score happens. With with football, you could be waiting the whole game and you can see, now I know why there's fights over in the Premier League <laughs> in the fans because they get so frustrated. Well, am I anticipation, excitement builds during a game. They call it the beautiful game because it just builds and builds and builds until that full-time whistle. What did you make of the, the Wolves scoreline last night? Nil all. They're mid-table, Jordan, and uh, under David Carney, w where's their season at, do you think? Yeah, I 100% agree with your assessment, Matty, that, that they're all over Blacktown, and they and Blacktown, of course, the defending grand final champions from last season. So to get a nil or result was not too bad, but considering they had a lot of chances, and obviously uh, Lockie Scott, the captain, he missed a penalty in the 55th minute, so it really could have been a result that went the Wolves' way. But in terms of their season overall, we're approaching the halfway mark next week when they play Mount Drill. That's the last uh, game of the first round of the season, if you like, and then it's back to the start. Um, in a 30-game season. They're up to uh, game 14 now. But uh, at the start of the season, they sort of struggled, to, uh, especially in the, at, at the back. They sort of, uh, Carney at the start of the season, the coach wanted to play this attacking brand of football, which is great to see. But he was sort of, I feel like the side was sort of forgetting their defensive duties. And, and, and now, a few weeks, they've only conceded, I think, two goals in their past four games. And they are unbeaten in their last four games, although they've had uh, just a win and three draws. But... Still, it's positive steps considering that there was games there where they were losing 5-4. They, they were losing late. They lost 2-1 to Sydney FC late on in a game earlier in the season. They conceded another five against St George. Uh, they're, they're improving, definitely, the Wolves. Um, and it'll be interesting to see sort of how they turn it around in the second half of the season. But, yeah, they they would have been ruining the missed chances last night against Blackdown. A draw's still a good result, but they'd... They'd want to get. They want to jump up the table. They don't want to be in the in the middle of the table because that sort of means that they're sort of in the relegation um, question marks. I guess coming the end of the season, if you finish last, you're relegated, and if you finish second last, you're in a playoff with the second place team in the division below. So David Carney and the team will want to get as high up the ladder as possible, and they and they can do that next week uh, at Wynn Stadium when they take on Mount Druitt. They've got back-to-back -back home games, and Mount Druitt is sitting, I think, second last on the table. So it's definitely a chance for the Wolves to get a win in front of their home faithful next Friday night. Okay, next Friday night, we'll put that in the diary. We'll follow it next Saturday on Saturdays in the gong. When it comes to Football South Coast, the Men's Premier League, there's some news around Coniston. Rob Janofsky parting ways as head coach. Talk to us about that story and the games to watch this weekend in terms of Premier League action here in the Illawarra. Yeah, it was a big shock, Rob Janofsky, uh, 
losing his job at Coniston. He Janowski made a name for himself as the Coromel coach when they won the grand final in 2019 against Wollongong Olympic. And he's been at a few clubs, Janowski, but but he's done some good stuff at Coniston. He's, he's guided the club through COVID-19, uh, the big wet that we call it now as the season. And Coniston, they started the season like a house on fire. They won something like... They lost their first game against Cringilla, but they had a few players sent off in that game. But they did play quite well that night, but they did win a few games after that and I think they went as high as second if not definitely third um, on the ladder this season and then they've gone on a pretty horrid run they've lost three on the trot uh, Coniston have uh, a couple of games against good opposition or against solid opposition and then there was a disappointing loss against lower lower side South Coast United in the last game so I think the writing was on the wall for Janowski but uh, definitely a massive shock uh, in the sense that he, that he lost his job over it so it'll be interesting to see uh, where he sort of heads uh, next in his career, but uh, in terms of this weekend in the Premier League, a couple of bumper games. Uh, Coromel coming up against Cringilla today. Coromel, of course, got a massive win last time out against Wollongong United, 4-3 in a bumper clash last week, and, and Cringilla are flying high uh, in the Premier League this season. And then other games we've got today, we've got Bulleye against Balambi, Tarawana uh, hosting Wollongong Olympic, Albion Park White Eagles against Helensburg, and South Coast United against uh, Wollongong United. And then on Sunday, tomorrow, we've got a double header with uh, wet weather. Belandia going again and so are Albion Park. Belandia against Albion Park. And then to round out the competition this week, we've got Port Kembler against Coniston without Rob Janowski as the head coach. I tell you what, it's such a rich football area. There is always so many good games, so many good players in action during the season. The Premier League just continues to deliver, Matty. Yeah, yeah, um, unbelievable that way. And uh, we're, like, we're also talking, uh, we are talking with Jordan Warren, talking about football across the South Coast. But let's move to the A-League, mate. Where are we up to with that at the moment? Yeah, we're up to the semi-finals, Matty. We've got uh, last night, Adelaide progressed through to the next stage. They beat Wellington 2-0. It was an elimination final. Uh, I think Wellington were sort of all like, it was all she wrote before the game even started. They were coming into finals in horrific form. They uh, won last week against MacArthur, the Wooden Spooners, but before that they lost something like five in a row. Um, so I think the riding was on the wall for Wellington and Adelaide. They've been in not too great form themselves, but they progressed to take on the Mariners next week, which will be an interesting game, considering that last week the Mariners pumped them at home 4-1. So, and, of course, those semi-finals are over two legs next week. So Adelaide against uh, Central Coast Mariners over two legs for a spot in the grand final. And then, of course, tonight we've got an absolutely massive clash, the first time ever a Sydney derby in the semi-finals. And a lot's been made over the Western Sydney Wanderers' great season. It's the first time they've been back in finals in in six seasons. Uh, everyone's been talking about how great Western Sydney Wanderers have been and how poor Sydney FC have been. Well, Western Sydney Wanderers only finished three points on Sydney FC. So it should be an interesting clash tonight to see uh, who wins that one. It'll be hopefully a, a bumper crowd at Combank Stadium in Parramatta and the winner will progress to take on Melbourne City across the two legs. So uh, it should be, uh, everyone should be on the edge of their seats for the game tonight. 7.45 on Paramount Plus and 10. Uh, should be an interesting and, and a massive clash. And Jordan, who are you tipping to win that? Well, I'm biased because I'm a Sydney FC fan. I always have been. So I hope, <laughs> I hope Sydney FC win. But uh, look, it'll be an extremely tough game. Like um, Both teams have beaten each other this season. Um, Sydney FC, I was at the game uh, at Comac Stadium earlier in the season when Sydney knocked off Western Sydney Wanderers 1-0, um, which was a shock result then. And then. But the last time out that the teams played, I didn't go to this game, but it was at the, the newly re- rebuilt Allianz Stadium. And and Western Sydney Wanderers pumped Sydney 4-0. So it really could go either way. But I think the thing with, with derbies is that form goes out the window, and especially with finals, uh, the season before that's come before really doesn't matter. It's, it's whoever turns up on the day. But 
look, uh, my heart says Sydney, um, but to be all, to, to be honest, I think that uh, we've got a couple of injuries. Joe Lolly's been one of our best players this season. He, he limped off last week. We finished the game with, with nine men against the Jets last week. So I think that Wanderers are definitely favourites, but of course my heart says Sydney will, will progress to take on City. Jordan, we've only got about 20 seconds or so, but tell us quickly about Kai Calderbank Park. You wrote a wonderful story on Kai this week. Yeah, no, a great kid, Kai. I, I played with him in my, back in my playing days, which seems like a long time ago. I played with Kai for a season um, a few years ago. But, yeah, he, he's travelled overseas, and he's been uh, to be, he's a professional uh, goalkeeper, and he's with Wrexham, which, of course, has, has gained so much traction with their owners being... Um, one of their owners being Ryan Reynolds, global movie star. So Kai was telling me this week how his best mates with Ryan and his best mates with Ryan's mate Will Ferrell. So uh, he's playing he's playing with uh, Rex and Rezies and he's uh, doing his best to try and get in that first team. But he's been involved in, in the, the massive global phenomenon that is Rex and after they were promoted to the English Football League after 15 years. So it was great to chat to a local uh, Unandera product, Kai. And uh, yeah, great kid. And hopefully he continues to kick on in his career. You can read Jordan's wonderful work in the Illawarra Mercury. Jordan, great to have you with us again this Saturday in the gong. If you want to bump into Jordan, head down to the Jambrew pub. Chances are he'll be there. (laughs) Jordan, have a great Saturday, mate. We'll talk again next weekend. Yeah, go on, you boys. Thanks. More right after this. There's a new player in town. Wollongong City GWM Havel. Visit them for a test drive today. You're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track.